Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlaun, and here he is, our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. I have some good news. Okay, I'm looking for some. The days are getting longer. <laughs> they are every day. You're absolutely right. And you know what I noticed, too? Like, even in the morning, mm-hmm. um, sunrise, a tiny drop early. I get yep, up super yep. early. You know, I get up like 4.30, and I'm like red sun in the morning. I'm like, what's going mm-hmm. on? What's yep. going on? <laughs> I love it. It's all good news, right? Spring's around the corner. We only got a little bit more this winter to get through. Yeah, it's true. It's very interesting. And like almost now, two weeks ago, we lost David Crosby. Kind of mm-hmm. interesting. He's been on our show a couple of times, right, Sheldon? We had yep, him on. Back in the early days. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I just, I just took down my album that he signed, uh, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash album. I have a few things signed by him because I met him a number of times, you know? Mm-hmm. I have to say, like, in the backstage world, for those of you who are listening, like, a lot of times they'll just sign something and walk away. People don't even talk. Right. These guys hung around with whoever was backstage and, like, stuck around. I, I remember, like, an hour, an hour and a half spending with these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. No, but back in the days when people used to come around to the station and they hung out That's and you talked to them and you got yep. to know them. And now everything's a phone or an internet call, and it's kind of lost some of the uh, the touchy handiness of it. A little you meet them. of sour shell down there for everybody. <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about spirituality today, the importance of that relationship with God, because we're going to need it one day, you know, mm-hmm. that going to heaven part, but also here on earth to make some sense out of things that are going on. Spirituality is an important part of our life. It's worth the investment and the hard work. It's not going to be easy, but it's the hard work of having that relationship that's so important. I think uh, no matter where we go in this world, eventually we do sort of circle back to God. You know, I yeah. always say like faith is a gift because mm-hmm. not everybody I know has that gift. And it's a tough thing to go through life without oh, the yeah. gift of faith, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there was a way you can always find it. You know, there's a lot of these people. I tell you, I was born on the Feast of St. Augustine. Okay. And he converted much later in his life. And he has mm-hmm. a lot of writings about that. Like, Lord, why did I wait so long? Later in life, I came to you. Why did I wait so long? He felt like he wasted his life. Right. And the day before that, August 27th, is his mom, St. Monica. And okay. one of the she became a saint. Like, you know, you tell your mom, like, you're a saint. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. Because he drove her crazy <laughs> all the time. And she's a saint for putting up with him. So she actually became a saint in the church. Imagine that. that just for having a crazy son. Man, my mom would be like a saint four times. That's that's what I'm saying. Your mom's like a St. Times, uh, you know, cubed. It's good. But I think there's something interesting about that, like spirituality. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we think that's just about like holy cards, you know, and the holy people or the statues. Right. But no, it's about real flesh and blood people. It's all mm-hmm. of us trying to make our way and figure this out and have figure a relationship with God, you know? Yeah, no, we're all trying to stumble through. There's no instruction manual with any of this. And, you know, you've pointed out a lot of, oh, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious or I'm religious and spiritual. And you said you really can't be one without the other. And I no. think about that a lot. Yeah, because that's just like it's like sort of like a cop out to just be spiritual because that is religious, you know. That's kind of the point, and I think that's what it is. It's about kind of discovering it, not apologizing for it, and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, this is who I am." You know, I pray, and I, I am always shocked by all the people who say they do pray because I think that's a really beautiful thing to do. Mm-hmm. We need that in this world, don't we? I think more people pray than are openly willing to admit it. I pray, I pray all, the, and they don't have to be big, complicated prayers. Thank you. Nope. That's a that's a prayer in itself, right there. It's a prayer in itself, absolutely. The Hail Mary is one I say a million mm-hmm. times a day. The Father too. These prayers help us and they help focus us. So we're all about spirituality today on Religion Rock, taking a look at our relationship with God. To start us off, this is Collective Soul. It's called Shine.
Yes, Collective Soul, Shine. You know, it's interesting. I'm thinking about stained glass. And I remember that Pope Benedict, who just died, of course, uh, he gave a talk at St. Patrick's Cathedral when he visited that I never forgot. And he talked about the stained glass windows in St. Patrick's Cathedral, which are really beautiful, by the way. And it was a bright, sunny day. And he said, look how the sun illumines the stained glass windows. The light of God shines through and upon us. At nighttime, he goes, there is no uh, stained glass window. It's just dark. But in the light... That shine kind of comes through. There's something so important about that for us, you know, that God's light shines on us and through us, like we're stained glass in a sense, and kind of glows to other people. There's something really important about allowing that light to shine through us. And that's part of what we're called to, right? To be that stained glass, if you will, that illumines with our life and your life and the different lives, all the different windows, if you will, that gives that light to the cathedral of the earth. I know I'm speaking very metaphorically, but it kind of works when you think about how God works in our lives. There's something important about that. And spirituality is that gift, that relationship that catches the sun, that allows the sun to shine through. So we don't want to live in the darkness. No, we want to kind of constantly catch that light and allow the sun to shine through us. Here's John Mellencamp. It's called Now More Than Ever. It's not too late 
is John Mellencamp, now more than ever, well, that's kind of true about the world, right? Now more than ever, the world needs a sense of faith. Uh, it's a world where there is death, there's hunger, there's despair, there's still COVID. There's all kinds of things that are happening all around us. And now more than ever, we need to be those people who find faith in the midst of difficult times. That takes a great commitment. That takes a sense of understanding where God is in our lives. It takes a sense of understanding that God is there when things go wrong also, not just when things go right. So you say, why, God? Where were you? I'm right there with you. I'm walking with you in the midst of struggle, in the midst of this terrible war that we're seeing over in Ukraine. All of that is about recognizing God in the midst of turmoil and in the midst of the beautiful things. That's the gift of spirituality that helps us through the storms. You know, when you have a relationship with God, you kind of get through the storms a little better. It's sort of like a raincoat for the storms, because we kind of need that in a way to be able to make sense of that, which doesn't really seem to make a lot of sense, right? To know that God is with us, crying with us, upset with us, and recognizing that is going to be key to a healthy spirituality. Here's Eric Clapton. This is called It's in the Way That You Use It.
Eric Clapton, it's in the way that you use it. That's the truth of the matter. And so, you know, this is a gift, this idea of faith in our lives when you think about it. And, and I really mean that in a gift. I mean, have you ever met somebody who may be a very good person, a very kind person, but doesn't have the gift of faith? And it's hard to give it to them because they, it's something you either you have or you don't, or you discover it or you don't. And there's something about that, that we have to personally sometimes come to that discovery of faith. Now, maybe you're in a situation where, you, you know, you were a person of faith and you kind of fell away and you're not really thinking much about God now, but you know what? This is a good time to do it. It's a good time to start thinking about that and say, you know what? I got to get back to this. I got to get back to my roots. I got to dig up, you know, those those old feelings and those old emotions connected to spirituality and kind of get back. I'm going to go to church this week. I'm going to go and I'm going to say some prayers before I go to bed. I'm going to carry a rosary in my pocket as a reminder of faith. Those things are really beautiful. You know, I think any way that we can get a sign, a sense of faith in our lives helps ignite a fire that might have gone out or maybe a fire that's not even there. And you have a fire from nothing because God can do anything, right? And help us to be reborn in faith. So there's something beautiful about that. And I think we're all challenged in some way to kind of find that way and put it into action in our lives. Here's In Excess. It's called Devil Inside.
But here comes a woman with a look in her eye. She's dressed on leather with flesh on her mind. Words and weapons, sharp and knives, makes you wonder how the other half died. A devil inside, the devil inside. Every single one of us, the devil inside. little spooky one devil inside well does it ever surprise you like in the midst of being a good person in the midst of having good thoughts how sometimes there's evil in our thoughts and evil inside of us it's an amazing thing how evil works you know we have to constantly rid ourselves of that what do you do when you have bad thoughts what do you do when you're angry when you're upset it's about kind of getting rid of those some way i always pray believe it or not i always pray and the prayer i go to all the time is the hail mary and i ask you know the blessed mother to help me through get me out of this anger state help me not to be so frustrated and there's a sense of calm that kind of comes over me when i pray i think we need that in our lives we all need to be those people who pray but also recognize the truth of evil right you know evil is going to be around us evil is going to be attacking us all the time you know to say there's no devil i'll tell you you're fooling yourself because that's a part of reality for all of us, but fighting it off, see, that's the choice. And maybe prayer, maybe a sense of understanding, maybe a sense of being able to kind of hang on to the great things in our lives more than the negative things that helps us to get through these moments of hurt, these moments of pain, the moments of evil that cause us to hurt other people. So sometimes about thinking that through, other times it's purely just about saying that prayer and asking God to be with us. It's an important thing. It's something really important for us to recognize in our lives all the time. Here's Talking Heads. This is called Heaven.
Talking Heads, Heaven, well, that's a place we don't know much about, right? We don't really have much on that Heaven thing. And I I know sometimes we kind of get this conception of Heaven that doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot of fun, right? You know, like the cream cheese commercial where they're on a cloud and they're just kind of sitting around, you know, eating cream cheese. I don't know. It better not be like that, right? The promise is that this is going to be paradise and paradise in every sense of the word, right? Paradise is the greatest rock concert you've gone to times a hundred, the best meal you've ever had times a hundred, the love you have for your parents or for your spouse or your kids times a hundred. It's going to be so incredibly beautiful, that's what we're promised, that we can't even imagine how beautiful it is. So there is a sense of that, that we're going to go someplace good someday, that's the promise. But the other reality is, is that we don't know, so there's mystery, right? We don't know about that gift of heaven. Now and then, I think on earth, we get a little glimpse of it. We get that excitement inside that says, wow, this is beautiful. Wow, this is important. Those things are great. Those moments kind of urge us on. But a sense of spirituality helps us to remain faithful and remain hopeful about that gift of heaven coming to us in our lives and to all of our loved ones who were promised we're going to see again in that gift of heaven. It's not going to be about cream cheese, I can promise you. It's going to be something much better than that. That's what we're promised. I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about spirituality today. Here's one I love. This is Pink Floyd. It's called Hey You. Thank you. 
Hey you, out there in the cold, getting lonely, getting old, can you feel me? Hey you, standing in the aisles with itchy feet and fainting smiles, can you feel me? Hey you, don't help them to bury the lie. Don't give in without a fight.
Pink Floyd, hey you, out there on your own, you know? Sometimes we do feel a little bit alone, don't we? And in this world, we can sometimes feel extremely alone. But the reality is that spirituality gives us a link to other people. First of all, it links us to God, it links us to the people who've gone home to heaven, but it also links us to other people here on earth. And so that's what I find the strength of going to Mass. Like, I look forward to Sunday Mass, I really do. Now, I might be the priest who's up there boring you with a long homily or something, right? But the reality of it is, there's something powerful about us going there together and finding support in one another. And that support really does urge us on. Like for me, Sunday Mass gives me that excitement, that sense of hope, that sense of forgiveness, and the gift of the Eucharist in my life that allows me to go through the week. And I leave kind of excited and energized. And then, you know, as the week goes on, I start looking forward to Sunday again. There's something great about that. And I think we need that, um, you know, in our lives to recognize the power of what it's all about to come and go from gathering together. It takes away that loneliness, that aloneness, and helps us to see that God is saying to us, hey, you, come and pray with me. Come and be with me because I love you and I care for you. Here's Evanescence. It's called Bring Me to Life.
Evanescence is called Bring Me to Life. You know, interesting. There's a lot of stories in the Bible of being raised from the dead, right? And those are kind of odd. We look at them and say, well, that's kind of weird, right? But there's a, there's a sense of looking at these that I think it's good to do this every now and then. Take a look at what being risen from the dead is. Is it just resuscitation? Because if it was just resuscitation, think about it, these people died anyway, right? So you know, they're not around now. So it's a little less powerful than the thought of them being raised in such a way that their lives were completely changed. They lived with God in such a way now that that assumption into heaven was just so real for them, you know? And I think that's kind of the promise, and that's what we look to, is like, there are parts of our lives that go dead, aren't there? There are parts of our lives that really struggle, and it needs a lot of care and a lot of love and the gift of forgiveness in our lives, like the sacrament of reconciliation, to come back to life. There's something good about that. You know, there's a bunch of dead plants in the church right now, and I took them all on, and they're all living with me in my room, in the rectory, in my living room, and I am trying hard. I'm watering them. I've given them artificial light and real light, and some of them it's thriving and some of them aren't thriving at all. That's just like us, right? Some of us are thriving. Some of us aren't thriving at all. But I haven't given up any hope on any of them because I think someday they will come back. I think that's how God is with us too, I think. He's not giving up any hope and we can turn around at any moment and come back to life, which is a beautiful thing. Here's Aerosmith. This is called Holding My Soul. Stand with a one track mind out of no man's land. The punishment sometimes don't seem to fit the crime. Yeah, there's a hole in my soul, but one thing I learned for every love letter written is another one burned. So you tell me how it's gonna be this time.
There's Aerosmith, Hole in My Soul. Interesting, you know, we all have a sense of not being totally fulfilled at times, right? And you say, well, what's missing here? What am I doing? Look at this rat race I'm in. I'm, every day I'm going to work, I'm coming home, I'm going to sleep, I'm getting up, I'm going to work. You know, yeah, true. But there's so many other things that are involved in our lives that can give us joy, that can give us meaning, that helps us understand that it is a good and beautiful life. But we need to sort of get away from the routine sometimes and take a look at the everyday. For me, it doesn't take much for me to be rejoicing. I can do Chinese takeout with a bunch of friends on a Friday night and just enjoy myself and bask in my love for my friends. And for me, that's wonderful. I don't have to cook a big meal. I don't have to go to a big fancy restaurant, but it's just being with other people and sharing the week and telling some great stories and listening to some great stories. For me, that's the glory of that hole in our soul, filling that hole with the powerful people God has given us in our lives. I think we've all been created a little less than full, and it's about how we find that fulfillment, hopefully in a healthy way, right? Not with alcohol, not with drugs, but in a sense with other people, with the gift of God, with the sense of spirituality that fills us in such a way that we are rejoicing and grateful. Here's Joe Walsh, Ordinary Average Guy.
Is that not the story of all of us, right? Ordinary, average guys. Yeah, that's the story in a lot of ways, and girls. But the reality is, in that ordinary is the extraordinary. We're in this time of year I always talk about called ordinary time. I love this time of year. It's where the priest wears green. It's not Lent. It's not Advent. It's not Easter. It's not Christmas. It's ordinary time. And that ordinary time gets made holy by God. And there's something beautiful about that. Like our ordinary lives are holy lives. And we're called to celebrate them and share them in such a way that we recognize that, right? There's a value to everyday living. Every day is not a cruise ship. You know, every day is not going to the circus. But every day is a gift from God. And if we share them well and use those gifts well, we come to recognize that, you know, that God is extraordinarily present in the ordinary. And you and I have to find that sense of faith, that sense of getting up early and saying some prayers and sitting and listening to God that help us to understand that and encounter that in our own lives. This is the Traveling Wilburys. It's called Heading for the Light.
Mr. Traveling Wilburys, heading for the light. You know, that's part of our lives, right? We are called to be a light to the world, but there's a bigger light than us. It's not just about us, is it? No, it's about God. And it's that, that light that we go toward, right? When we hear about that journey through that long tunnel, et cetera, going toward pure light, going toward pure love and that pure acceptance of who we are and the gifts that God has given us, the best of who we are, that refining, if you will, that gets us to the best of who we are. So yeah, strive for that, right? And strive to live in the light versus live in the darkness or the cloudiness. Find the goodness in every day. I think it's worth a spirituality of joy and hope and love because that really helps make the world make better sense. We recognize that God is with us, walking with us every day. And that's what we're called to celebrate and recognize as we go through these days of winter. We recognize that intense presence calling us to love. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vaughn, and it's engineered and produced by a very holy guy, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer.